Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of the All Sports Talk podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. People usually call me JR, Junior, Hot Rod, does not matter. It is just so good to talk to you guys again, talking about what I love dearly, and that is sports. And I thank each and every one of you for supporting the show. I know there's only 24 hours in a day, so for you guys to really give me about 30 minutes of your time to talk about topics that I really love. Uh, it really does, you know, warm my heart knowing that you guys do listen, and I do appreciate that. I appreciate all the love. I appreciate all the support, all the comments, everything. I really do appreciate that. Also, also, a little bit of a personal one. Uh, I did mention that we were close to a milestone. Well, we, we did it. And I say we because you guys, the listeners, are bigger than the show itself. I just talk about it, but it's you guys that make the show keep going. Uh, yesterday, we finally got our 1,000 like. We got our 1,000 listen. And none of this would have been possible without the support of each and every single one of you. Each and every single one of you has a little part. Of making this big accomplishment a reality. And I could have not done it without the support, the love, uh, without you guys. You guys are what keeps the show going. You guys are the ones that I am grateful for every day. And it just, uh, it was just a huge accomplishment yesterday that we finally got to our thousandth like. And I thank all of you who has listened who has subscribed, who has uh, just everything, commented, followed the social media pages, followed everything about this show. And, you know, I cannot thank you guys enough for this like. And, you know, hopefully this is just the beginning of what's going to be a great adventure for all of us here. And here's to the next 1,000. So let's get this show rolling with some NHL playoffs. So the Maple Leafs, they beat the Montreal Canadiens 4-0 yesterday. They are one win away. Maple Leafs are one win away from winning their first playoff series in 17 years. Now think about that. 17 years. A lot has happened since then. I mean, a lot has happened. In that time frame, we have... We have had three new NHL franchises. We have had new basketball teams. We have had so much has changed in 17 years that it's just been that long for Toronto. The faithful fans of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They are one win away. And I think they can get it too. I just think they're too much for Montreal to handle right now. And I think... Come Friday, I think they can handle, or Thursday, I should say, I think they should be able to handle uh, Montreal one more time and get their first playoff series win. So we'll see. Montreal, you know, it's not over until it's over, but it's not looking too good right now. So we'll see if they can make this a series or if Toronto was just too much for Montreal to handle. 
Uh, next up, we got the uh, Hurricanes. They beat Nashville 3-2 overtime to take a 3-2 game lead series. Now, this game has been going back and forth. I mean, it has been going back and forth. And this is what playoff hockey is all about. Just teams just trying to get to, eventually, what is considered immortality in their sports to raise the Stanley Cup and have your name etched on that trophy. I mean, you're... Once you win that cup, your name's in there forever. They engrave your name in that trophy. You can't be erased from that. And I think that's why, you know, the Stanley Cup is one of my favorite championships. It's just, you know, it's just so cool. The dynamic of it, the names on the cup, the multiple time winners on that cup. You know, you're immortalized forever. Yeah, NFL, they have the Canton, Ohio bust. They have all that stuff. And, you know, they, they so does the NBA and MLB. But this, this right here is truly what separates, I think, from the rest. It's just the immortality of it. That your name, after you've long and gone past your time on earth, your name is on that cup forever. I think that's so cool. So... But going back to the Hurricanes beating Nashville, it was 3-2 overtime. Back and forth contest. They go to uh, Nashville tomorrow night. And Nashville tries to win it there. And take it to a Game 7 on Saturday for Carolina. So we'll see how that goes. But so far, it's just been a great playoff run for both of these two teams. And hopefully the contest should be getting tougher. And it should be better uh, tomorrow night. So we'll see what happens there. Hurricanes are one win away from clinching the series. So they're going to try everything in their power to finish off uh, the Predators at home at Nashville. So let's move on to some NBA playoffs. And let's just get this over with. The Nets cruise against the Celtics, 130-108. to They take a 2-0 lead. Um, Jason Tatum left uh, due to an eye injury. And look... Uh, I don't. I didn't think anybody expected uh, Boston to kind of win the series. I think everybody was kind of a. I think it was a consensus pick that you know the Brooklyn Nets were going to win the series, but I didn't think it was going to be that easy. I didn't think it was going to be such a uh, cruising effort for the Brooklyn Nets. I thought the Boston Celtics would have put up a little bit more fight. I get it. Jason Tatum did leave with an eye injury. Uh, I get it. It's it's KD Kyrie. And James Harden, but, you know, I was kind of thinking, you know, like, I thought Boston would put up a better effort. You know, I thought they would be somewhat, make it somewhat competitive. And it's just a crazy thing. It is just a crazy thing to me to think that. So, um, and then, you know, more than likely, you know, it's just, it just doesn't look good. It looks like it's going to be even four games. They, uh. They now get to head to Boston. Uh, Kyrie is going back to his old, uh, one of his uh, old teams. Uh, he's ready for the response. I think. Uh, I think he knows what's expected. I think he knows what's going to happen. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's going to be a shock that he might get booed out of the building. I think it's a foregone conclusion that he just might. Um, you know, it's just going to be a bad uh, reception for. Uh, Kyrie when they travel to Boston here in the next uh, couple days. So uh, well, that's going to be a game to kind of see. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
it's just one of those things where you feel bad for Boston, but at the same time, it's like they had everything going for them. Uh, they've had so many chances, and you know, at one point, they were NBA favorites, and now they just there's talks about Brad Stevens possibly getting fired, which I think it's not going to happen. I think you can't blame this on Brad Stevens. I just think that it's just hard for them to kind of overcome with their cap issues and with their projection picks. They have to hit it right. Uh, I don't think Brad Stevens is going to get let go. So hopefully we'll we'll see what happens. So uh, now this is one where uh, it it kind of didn't make sense to me. It's it's kind of one of those things where. Um, You kind of look back on it now and you kind of think to yourself, is this going to be the reason that this is their downfall? Um, So the Dallas Mavericks, they take a 2-0 lead against the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Um, I don't think it's a shocker that... Well, let me put it this way. It would not surprise people if Dallas gave them a competition. I think what is surprising is that Dallas went to the Staples Center... They beat the Clippers at their own backyard, and now they're up 2-0 in a sense where you just do not realize what the heck is going on. Um, So remember about a couple weeks ago where, you know, the Clippers kind of rested the last two games of the season so they can kind of get the uh, rest up and they can kind of take on the Mavericks um, I think they should have played harder and probably wish they would be going against the Lakers right now because uh, it's just to be down 2-0 and for Dallas to come into your place and really just just to control the series. I mean, they really the series is now in the Mavericks' hands. I mean, the Clippers have to win four now, and Dallas only has to win two, but it's just... It's hard for road teams to get one win on the road. But to get two, to get two in the opening rounds, Dallas is no joke. Dallas is no joke. They beat them 127-121. They take a 2-0 series lead. Luka Doncic, 39 points. Porzingis, 20. Hardaway with 28. And really, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were the only Clippers offense. With a combined of 69 points. 69. It's going to be hard now. This is going to be kind of a thing now. Why isn't Reggie Jackson probably getting some playing time over Patrick Beverly? Why isn't Zubak being aggressive like he is? Why, Why are the Clippers doing anything different? Than what they've been doing all season long. It doesn't make sense. And now the only question to Clipper Nation out there. Is this still Doc Rivers' fault? Is this still his fault? Because that's all I heard from Clipper fans is. Oh well we got Tyron Lue. We got a younger head coach. And who's going to you know, be better for this guy. He's going to gel with these guys. And now they're down 2-0. And this is one of those situations where, I'm sorry, if you remember, Tyron Lue got carried by LeBron James from the Cleveland Cavaliers that made him an NBA winning head coach. 
once LeBron left, he really didn't do anything. What made people think that this was going to be any different? Because they got Kawhi? Kawhi's great. Kawhi's really great. It's just... The whole Toronto thing was... Was it really because of him? Or was it because Toronto got a, got a great break with the Warriors being injured and Kevin Durant being out? We don't know. We don't know. And now here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. We don't know what's going to happen these next couple games. Let's just say Dallas does sweep the Clippers. Let's say they clean sweep the Clippers. If you're Kawhi, would you even come back? Knowing that you're doing all the work and all you're asking is for a little help and they're not giving it to you? Yeah, they gave you Paul George. But is that going to be enough for Kawhi to literally consider staying with the Clippers? And if you're Paul George, well, how much more can you ask for? Eventually, there's going to have to be some solitude between these two guys. There, there has to be a solitude between the players and the franchise. There has to be some solitude. I mean, there just has to be. It's just so... The Clippers have been... Remember, when I was growing up, the Clippers were one of the most dysfunctional franchises across the NBA. They were just so bad. Tickets were about like 15 bucks for mid-level seats. It was just that bad for the Clippers. All of a sudden, you know, they had DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, you know, Chip City, Clip City, whatever it was. You know, now Steve Ballmer bought the team. And he's putting all this money because he knows that this is a talented roster that can bring him an NBA championship. But it's like, man, is it... It's like some franchises have just the worst luck at the worst possible situation. Why is that? Why is it that the Clippers just... It's just so bad. I mean, it's just their stigma, right? To be up 3-1 in the second round. And then blow three games in a row to lose to Denver. To miss out on the Western Conference Finals for the first time. And then we all know the jokes, you know? We all know the jokes. Can't wait for the Clippers to raise another first-round exit banner again. There's more Taylor Swift banners than, you know, Los Angeles Clippers banners at Staples Center. Why do you think Steve Ballmer is putting all this money in to get into his own stadium? He does not want to be... The tenant to the Los Angeles Lakers. He believes that LA, that the Clippers can run LA. It's going to be very hard, but he believes that. But when you have this stigma as a franchise of just embarrassing playoff losses year after year after year, eventually it just becomes a running gag. 
it becomes a sad joke. It's like watching... It's, it's like trying to watch that Mike Tyson versus uh, fight. The Mike Tyson fight that happened. It was just so disgusting. It was so boring. It was so bad. It's a running joke. Old fighters trying to catch their former glory days. And I don't know. I don't know. So, for the Clippers' sake, I hope they can regroup here. Because if they lose this round. Should they lose this round. It's just going to be another running joke in a franchise of bad stigmas. And lastly, the Lakers beat the Suns 109-102. They tied the series 1-1 after dropping game one. And then really the Suns were just limited on offense uh, other than uh, Booker, other, other than him. But, you know, four of the five starters for the Los Angeles Lakers weren't double-digit points. That's a very great day. The only one that didn't... Only had zero points in total was uh, Pope, uh, KCP, uh, which I still don't know why he's um, why he's in an NBA uniform. Like I'm just talking about NBA uniform in general. Um, like I'm pretty sure there's like recruits and like international players that probably can have a better like a better chance of doing something decent on any NBA roster than uh, KCP. But uh, kudos to the Lakers, you know, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and uh, Schroeder just having amazing games. Drummond with 15. I mean, it was just one of those games where the Suns are going to be very limited in offense now with uh, the Chris Paul injury being, as I feared, kind of significant. I was kind of hoping it wouldn't be, but here it is, and now we'll see what happens. The uh, they come back. Uh, let me see. Come back Friday, I believe, against the uh, Staples this time. So, you know, split the series one one. That's good, and you know now the Lakers have a chance to uh, kind of take a take advantage of uh, home field advantage. So we'll see what happens. And speaking of boxing, just came in right now. Manny Pacquiao has agreed to fight Errol Spence in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, so there it is. There it is. Again, politics and boxing. Nothing new. It's just another day in boxing. Uh, there it is. Manny Pacquiao versus Errol Spence. I'm sure that's going to get uh, diehard boxing fans excited. Woohoo. And lastly... Uh, there's kind of a little bit of a problem in the NFL, uh, including one with uh, Fox Sports and uh, one Mr. Shannon Sharp. Uh, listen, I know Shannon Sharp is all about fun and games and everything, but, um, you know, there's reports out there that Shannon Sharp could be facing, well, not him, but Fox Sports Net could be uh, facing some... Legal trouble here. Uh, if you haven't noticed by now, uh, Shannon Sharp apparently made a phone call to Julio Jones, which it seems like it confirmed it was him on the other line. On uh, live TV on their show Undisputed, by the way. And, you know, they were just joking. They were messing. I guess Shannon Sharp might have forget to say, hey, we're on live TV, by the way. And he pretty much told him, like, hey, man, 
how's it going? You know, what are you thinking about staying in Atlanta? He goes, and I guess Julio Jones with the very improper response <laughs> responded, man, I'm out of there. I don't know what's going on. I do not know what's going on with the whole Julio Jones and the Atlanta Falcon things. But apparently there's been some rift between the organization and apparently a rumor with Matt Ryan as well. Apparently Matt Ryan <laughs> during practice, even though he gets him all the yards and everything, I guess uh, there's a rumor going out and about saying that he calls him the end zone virgin due to his lack of touchdowns. Um, I get it. He's got the yards. The touchdowns haven't really been there. I get all that. But for your own quarterback, if this rumor were to be true to call you the end zone virgin in front of practice, in front of the coaching staff, in front of everybody. Now, obviously, they've been playing together for quite a while, so maybe it was just a joke. But, I mean, at the time being that he really wants out of Atlanta. I don't think that's a secret. I mean, Julio Jones has already kind of put it out there. He wants out of Atlanta. And if it's because of the rift between him and the organization, and if that's a key factor of pushing him out, we're talking bad, bad years for Atlanta coming up. Because now the problem is We're going to look back at this draft class for Atlanta when they take Kyle Pitts at number four. And we're going to see if it pays off because for them to possibly pass up a Micah Parsons or to possibly pass up Justin Fields, it just kills me. It would just kill me if Atlanta just... Blows it again. If they trade away Julio Jones, again, Calvin Ridley is ready to step up. But how many more years does Matt Ryan really have? Like, honestly, how many more years does Matt Ryan really have? I mean, I don't know what's going on other than what we're reading and what's being leaked out. But I don't know how bad the rift is between Julio Jones and Atlanta. But I can guarantee you this much. Julio Jones will not be playing in a Falcons jersey this year. And really, the fun starts next week after June 1st. Because then we're going to see. Then we're going to see if Aaron Rodgers and Julio Jones. I Well, I guarantee you this much. Julio Jones is not going to be a Falcon. Pulse June 1st. After June 1st. Any day after that. He is not going to be a Falcon. He is not going to be a Falcon. Now, the Packers, we don't know. We don't know. Aaron Rodgers living his best life. You know, found a new love life. Uh, got engaged, you know. He, he seems happy. Uh, was on SportsCenter a couple days ago. Packers didn't seem phased by the, con- by the uh, interview. Uh, we'll see how that situation turns out. But, man, if, if. I think there's a better chance that Aaron Rodgers plays for Green Bay than Julio Jones plays for another team. I think Aaron Rodgers, if it were my prediction right now, right now, today, May 26, 2021, 
I think Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay and Julio Jones will be playing in another uniform this year. So that's just my take on it. And we don't know how bad the rift is, but I can assure you this much. It is not one I want to be a part of. And and let's just put it like this. Him knowing or not knowing being on national television with Shannon Sharp, that's one issue. The other issue is now, in my opinion, Julio Jones has all the leverage now. Julio Jones has all the leverage in doing what he did because now teams know, oh, well, Julio wants out of there. And here's the thing. He has all the leverage because, A, now they have to. If they have to trade him, they can't get the most value out of him. It would be shocking if teams give up a first-rounder because it's like, well, he just went on national TV and said, I'm out of here. So he's disgruntled. And even if they don't trade him, let's say Julio Jones does stay, he does not have to come back. He can literally chill, still get paid because that's the way the contract was set up for him in Atlanta. This is just a bad situation for Atlanta everywhere. So we'll see what happens post uh, June 1st when their contracts and a lot of other players as well. Deshaun Watson. There's rumors about a Russell Wilson trade. We'll see how it goes from there, but I will say this much. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens next week once we head into June. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have yourself a wonderful day. Have a wonderful, you know, whatever you guys do today, whether it's work, growing your business, starting something new, go after it. Give it all you got 100%. And as always, as always, 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 as I stated earlier in the show, I want to thank all of you, all of you, for supporting my show. Yesterday, we hit one of the big milestones any podcaster can dream of. The 1,000 likes, the 1,000 plays, it's just, it's so awesome. It it just fills my heart. It, it makes me happy to know that you guys are listening out there. And it, I just want to thank each and every one of you again for making this possible. I know what, you know, usually, you know, people talk about, I put in the hours, I put in the work. No, that's because I love to do that. I love to make the notes. I love to put in the work. But it's you guys that really make the show go. Without you guys listening and without you guys clicking the play button. Because there is so many stuff you can be listening to. But for you guys to be hitting that play button. Just to hear me talk for about 30 minutes. Just warms my heart up. It really does. And I cannot think of any other reason than to say thank you. Thank you guys for making all this possible. Thank you guys for being so loyal. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for liking the show, following the social media pages. And if you haven't by now, let's make this show bigger. Please share this with your friends, share this with your family, share this with your loved ones. Whether they love sports or they don't, Share it. Who knows? Maybe the next light can be our next great step into what I want this show to be. 
Without you guys, there is no show. I cannot thank you guys enough. I wish I can shake every single one of your guys' hand safely. We are still kind of in COVID-19 protocols. So maybe a fist bump will do it right now. (laughs) But anybody that knows me, I would love to shake every single one of your guys' hands for supporting this show. It was just, like I said, they're, they're 24 hours in a day. And for you guys to give me 30 minutes of your time, it really does warm my heart. So thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. Whatever it is you guys decide to do today, go do it. Because it could be your first step to a really long progress. And on that note, have a wonderful day. Be safe. Take care of each other. Respect each other. And we will talk to you guys very soon. Um, Big holiday coming up, but do not forget the real reason for the holiday. It's a very uh, emotional one for me. Uh, For people that know me personally, this holiday is very emotional for me. But please just be careful, be safe, respect one another, and have fun. Just have a good day. Don't do anything crazy. All right, take care, everybody. Bye-bye.